The Fellowship of Christian Athletes presents Sharing the Victory. We're so glad you joined us today. We have an outstanding lineup as we continue to focus on the NFL. Ready to get today's program underway is the host of Sharing the Victory, University of Nebraska assistant football coach, Ron Brown. Because we're going to hear from some of the top players in the NFL, such as Seattle Seahawks quarterback Matt Hasselbeck, Indianapolis Colts center Jeff Saturday, and Baltimore Ravens great linebacker Ray Lewis. Our executive producer, Tom Rogerberg, has been busy traveling around the country talking to these guys. So we'll first start with Tom's interview with the Pro Bowl quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks, Matt Hasselbeck. Matt, your dad, Don Hasselbeck, was an All-American at the University of Colorado. He played nine years as a tight end in the NFL. He won a Super Bowl ring with the Los Angeles Raiders. Your mother, Betsy, had seven brothers, I understand, and five or six of them were quarterbacks. Did it ever occur to anyone that maybe you were born to be a quarterback? Um, it occurred to me that I was born to play football. I mean, I wanted to play football my entire life. Ironically, my mom and dad didn't allow us to play football. It wasn't until I think maybe sixth grade or, or uh, I was 12 years old when we finally convinced them to allow us to play organized football. But my parents were trying to steer us towards other sports, soccer, golf, baseball, pretty much everything besides football. So it, it's sort of ironic that myself and my two brothers, we all went on to get uh, you know, full scholarships to play Division One college football. And now you and Sarah have three children of your own. What principles are you using to raise them? Things that your parents modeled to you? Yeah, well, we're getting there. I mean, my kids right now are six, five, and two. And so it's, uh, you know, we're trying to get out of the diaper phase. But there's so many things. I mean, I think the biggest thing for us is that we're trying to be intentional about the way we parent our kids. You know, I've got two daughters and a son. And my role as a father to my daughters is so huge. And I, and I, I've read a lot and I've uh, heard a lot from people who are older and wiser and more experienced than me about the impact that I can have positively or negatively in my daughter's lives. And, and I think my wife would say the same thing, especially for our son. You know, one of the things that, uh, that I try to do is I try to take my daughters on dates and uh, just give them an opportunity to see what a date is supposed to be like. Uh, someday they're going to start dating and I want to show them the proper way that a date should go. You know, those kinds of things. I try to, the biggest thing I try to do is I just try to love their mom, put her first. You know, I take my wife on dates and the kids will cry or complain and they'll say, oh, you know what, but hey, she's first. And I just think that that gives them a great sense of security. And really the biggest thing that we've done is just learn from the, the people that have been there first, that have done it already, learn from their good, learn from their mistakes. In recent years, you've had many Christians on your team, very vocal spokespersons, Sean Alexander, Jim Zorn, yourself. Now Jim and Sean are no longer with the team. They've gone on to other teams. Does this uh, give you an expanded role now as a spiritual leader as well as field general for the Seahawks? You know, I don't know. I mean, I really think it's kind of everybody's part, but uh, I've definitely grown, and, and there are so many guys on our team that are no longer here that are strong Christian guys, whether it be the guys you mentioned or Trent Dilfer and Brock Heward, Max Strong. I mean, there's a void there, but uh, I think the state of our team's pretty good. There's some good players that no one's ever heard of here, and there's definitely some good Christian guys that no one's ever heard of. And I think if you look at our team and if you look at the success that we've had, It'd be real easy to give the credit to certain players, some of the players that you name, some of the players that everybody knows. But for me, I, I gotta, I gotta say, I, I look at the wives of all these guys. You know, Jim Zorn has Joy Zorn, 
Brock Heward had Molly Heward, Sean Alexander had Valerie, Max Strong had Zoe. Those women, more than anybody, more than the players, led by example of unselfishness, putting God first, committing to doing couples Bible studies, players Bible studies, giving the guys the ability to be free to have that stuff. It's just real easy to have a unified Christian team, which usually means you've got a unified team when you've got that kind of support. Today, you're one of the premier quarterbacks in the entire NFL. You led the Seahawks to their only Super Bowl experience in franchise history, and you've been three times uh, elected to the Pro Bowl, and you've had success at the high school level and the college level, and, but at each place, you've had to work very hard to become the starter. What has that taught you about life? Well, nothing's easy, you know, uh, and, and when things, um, for me, I look back and, and I can remember going through a struggle, not being the quarterback, not being the starter, or being hurt or not playing, feeling like, why does it have to be so hard? You know, like, I, I'm doing all the right things. Why? It's not till years later that I see, you know, the struggle that, it, you know, helped, helped me become the person that I am. But also, um, there's been so many times that I've had teammates come up to me and say, you know, what do you think I should do right now? This isn't working out. I think that I'm going to get cut or I should be playing and I'm not or I'm hurt. And I can legitimately empathize with them because I have been there. I have been cut. I have been benched. I have been traded. Had I never been through that, I'm not sure that I could be there for my teammates. And at the same time, there's guys that are going through things that I've gone through and I watch them handle it so much better than I did. I think it just brings me closer together with my teammates because I have so much respect for guys on our team that you know, I can say to them, hey, uh, I really respect how you've handled this situation because I was in the same situation once and uh, I didn't handle it as well as you did. So, good job. Having been that guy for um, in so many different situations, what kind of lessons could you give these young athletes about life and sports? I think for me, one thing when I was in high school, or especially in high school and college, uh, that I struggled with is I knew I wanted to be this great Christian guy, okay, and I knew the plan, and, and I knew I wanted to follow Jesus, but this image of Jesus that I had in my head, I don't know if it's just the church I grew up in, but it was kind of like this Jesus who's sort of uh, like Easter Jesus. He's wearing a white dress with like long hair and flowers in his hair, and it's just, it's hard to be that on a football field, or hard to be that in school. I just didn't see how the two fit. And then as I got older, particularly when I got drafted to the Green Bay Packers, I saw so many Christian guys on that team, Reggie White being probably the guy who comes to mind right away. You'd have a Bible study, and we'd study the Bible and study Jesus. And that's not how Jesus was. I mean, he was a man's man. The guy was a stud, and he was hardcore, and that's kind of how Reggie was. You know, Reggie was the best player in the game at his position, maybe ever. And he would come out, and he would dominate you. As a defensive end, he would play physical, he would knock you down, he would help you up. He would get around you, he would sack the quarterback, knock his helmet off, help you up. And then he lived it every single day. There was never a moment where, where there was even, like, if this is the line, he was so far from crossing the line in every area. It was just, you just respected the guy in every area. And so I had seen a little bit of that in my dad, but he was my dad, so I just thought, wow, he's just my dad. But to see player after player that was legit in his faith and you know, kind of just a great, tough, hard-nosed, fierce competitor football player. It was the first time that I ever seen that I had ever seen. Really, you can be both. And then I get to Seattle, and I see it even more with twice as many people. So, there are people who are doing it real. The the Jesus, the guy who walked on this earth, he's a stud. And if he played football, I know how he would play. He'd play all out. 
That was an inspiring interview by Tom Rogenberg with Matt Hasselbeck, the quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks. Matt touched on several more topics, and you can see and hear the entire interview online at sharingthevictory.com. By the way, later in the program, we'll hear from Matt's dad, Don Hasselbeck. Hey, Don wasn't too bad of a player himself. Nine years in the NFL as a tight end, including a Super Bowl ring. Coming up next, we'll hear from a couple of big boys, the center for the Indianapolis Colts, Jeff Saturday, and the all-pro middle linebacker for the Baltimore Ravens, Ray Lewis. You're listening to Sharing the Victory, the national weekly radio program from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. What if athletic fields across the country were filled with students challenging each other to read the Word of God and come to faith in Jesus Christ? We know that none of this can happen without Him. It's only God that does it. Fields of Faith is coming October 8th to a field near you. It just gets the whole school fired up because it just can show how like reading the Bible can touch you. Fields of Faith, October 8th. To find a field near you or to learn how to organize one, go to fieldsoffaith.com. Sharing the Victory is more than just a radio program or magazine. Sharing the Victory is available 24 hours a day at sharingthevictory.com. At sharingthevictory.com, you can click on radio and listen to the program online or subscribe to the podcast. There's also articles, testimonies from athletes and coaches, and a place for you to submit story ideas. You can also download Sharing the Victory wallpaper for your computer. Check us out online at sharingthevictory.com. That's sharingthevictory.com. Hi, Ron Brown welcoming you back to Sharing the Victory. As I mentioned earlier, Sharing the Victories, Tom Rogerberg has been busy tracking down some of the biggest names in the NFL. Last February, he went to Hawaii for the Pro Bowl, and here's the interview that he did with Jeff Saturday, the center for the Indianapolis Colts. They talked about uh, Joe Montana being so good they named a state after him, but uh, Jeff Saturday is such a great center that they named a day of the week after him. I'm sure you're happy to know the news from uh, Tony Dungy that he's going to be returning and coach you another season. Yeah, great, great man and uh, great coach, but you know, for, for uh, off the field, I don't know that you'd have a better mentor and somebody who you can pat on your life after. Well, he's certainly a man of faith, and you are as well, and how does his leadership of your team help build your faith and that of your other teammates? I, I, mean, I think he, he does a great job of keeping life in perspective and, and uh, keeping Christ first and how he, how he honors God throughout what he does each and every day uh, and the type of mentality that he has. And that goes a long way to spread to your team, the way guys act off the field, uh, and it's a great encouragement to our community. Tony's involved in a lot of uh, different community events, and reading your bio, you and Karen are certainly involved in many things. Tell us about some of the things that you're doing in your community in Indianapolis. Uh, we have four different uh, organizations that we're really tied in with. Uh, we have a, a Miracle Ride, which is a motorcycle ride for Riley's Children's Hospital. We do the uh, Susan Cone Race for the Cure, where we uh, co-sponsor that as well. And then I have two smaller charities. Kids Voice uh, is one that's an advocacy group for children, and People's Burn Foundation. And uh, that helps uh, families who obviously have lost homes, family members, and those kind of things. But all four organizations are terrific and uh, local there to where I am. And anything you can do to help give back to to the place that's uh, uh, made it home, I'm all for it. Well, that's certainly a wonderful experience that you have there, and thank you for doing that. Uh, Thank you for being with us today. I appreciate very much your time. Thanks a bunch. Appreciate it. Again, that was Tom Rogerberg with Jeff Saturday of the Indianapolis Colts. Also at the Pro Bowl, Tom was able to catch up with one of the greatest linebackers in the history of the NFL, Ray Lewis of the Baltimore Ravens. 
You've had uh, quite a career in the NFL, but you've lately had a, a real relationship with Jesus Christ. Would you tell us how that came about? God is always God. It's only us that waver and, and, and go down, you know, wrong roads and, and do selfish things, you know, most of the time. And, most of, and, and, and if you understand it, for me, you know, it came with a lot of dealing with it. Like you have to, there's some things in life you can go around, but there's some things in life you got to go through. To get to God, you got to go through things. And so for me, you know, it's, it's for me to tell everybody, don't look at my yesterday. You need to worry about my tomorrow because God is amazing, man. And, and, and when you understand how amazing he really is, that's when you appreciate why he gave us life. And that's when he appreciates why we should share hope, faith, love in so many different arenas in life. I just think the thing that we do a lot is we try to rehearse what God wants to say. You can't rehearse what God wants to say. When God really is the you, you let him use you. You know, if you're speaking to somebody, tell God, take over my thoughts, take over my lips, you know, and things like that. And when you do understand that, there's a divine connect between you and him that is inseparable. So it's a great place to be when you truly love him the way I do. We're visiting with Ray Lewis, the uh, all-pro linebacker for the Baltimore Ravens. Ray, you have, uh, for football fans like us, have had uh, this image of you on the sidelines being the most, probably the most emotional player in all the NFL. And now that you have this relationship with Jesus Christ, how are you taking that to other players? I've said it before, you know, God never changes, you know, so the relationship was always there, you know, so the understanding of just, you know, giving kids knowledge, you know, just truly, you know, telling them, you know, I've made a lot of wrong so make sure you don't do the same thing I do. If I'm in your life, let me help you at least. You know what I'm saying? If we're spending time together, grab something from me. You know, learn something from me. Let's pray together. Let's read the Bible together. Let's understand why we live. You know what I'm saying? And why we should be fellowshipping together. And so it's, I think it's, it's easy. You know, it's easy to, to grab somebody to tell them, let me tell you why God loves us so much. Or let me tell you why you should do this or not do that. It's, it's, it's a great place. It's a good thing. Is there a particular scripture that's a favorite, become a favorite of yours? Psalms 91. Yeah, it's a great one, man. Bottom line in Psalms 91, he tells you, I am your protector. I'm the only thing you need. And if you understand that, man, you you appreciate it. You appreciate God. You appreciate life. And you appreciate really just opportunity. And also at the end of Psalms 91, those seven promises that God gives you, that he will protect you, he will care for you, he will hear you, he will listen to you, and he ultimately take you to his kingdom. He's everything. He's everything. And when you, and when you, and when you really dissect it, with, with a true free mind, you know, there are two models that I've really grabbed in my life, and I will never go against them again, and that is waste no time, and what will a free man do? Not a label of what the world puts on you. What will a free man do? And if you're free enough, God has already opened his arms for you. So to love him is it's complete. It completes you as a man. Amen. Well, we've been visiting with Ray Lewis. Uh, Ray, we've admired your passion on the football field. And now knowing your passion for Jesus Christ, we're even more thrilled to know you. God bless you, sir. Thank you, man. Bless you. Thank you, guys. That was Tom Rogerberg interviewing Ray Lewis of the Baltimore Ravens. And and I know there's been a lot of controversy swirling around Ray Lewis for a number of years now. But you know what? When a man repents of his sin and talks to the Lord and receives his grace and forgiveness, you get a clean slate from God. Aren't you glad that Ray Lewis can get a clean slate from God? Aren't you glad that you can get a clean slate from God? I'll tell you what, I need it every day. We began the program by hearing from Pro Bowl quarterback Matt Hasselbeck. Coming up next, we'll hear from his dad, the former NFL tight end Don Hasselbeck. Keep it right here on FCA's Sharing the Victory. You love sports, and you love reading about sports. 
but your favorite sports publication seems to have become little more than a fantasy league report. Enter Sharing the Victory magazine, published nine times a year by the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Sharing the Victory gives you in-depth articles on some of today's most popular Christian athletes and coaches, as well as stories of FCA's impact around the world. You'll also get STV's cutting-edge two-page poster highlighting one of the magazine's featured athletes. Order your subscription today at sharingthevictory.com. Hi, I'm Ron Brown, your host for Sharing the Victory Radio. This is Letter Month at Sharing the Victory. I'd love to know how this program is touching your life. I want to hear from you. Drop me a line at 8701 Leeds Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64129. That's 8701 Leeds Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64129. Or you can contact me online at sharingthevictory.com slash radio. Hi, I'm Aaron Campman with the Green Bay Packers, and you're listening to Sharing the Victory. Hi, Ron Brown, back with you again. Thanks for joining me today. Earlier, Sharing the Victory's Tom Rogerberg went one-on-one with quarterback Matt Hasselbeck of the Seattle Seahawks. Now Tom is back to visit with Matt's dad, Don Hasselbeck. Don was a tight end in the NFL for nine seasons, and he also won a Super Bowl with the Raiders. Here's Tom's interview with Don Hasselbeck. Don, your own career began with an All-American in uh, high school, and you were uh, recruited and coached by our own president, Les Steckel. How did you come to meet Les? Les, at the time, I believe, was a graduate assistant at the University of Colorado. Uh, I was growing up in Ohio, and traditionally players in Ohio get recruited by the Notre Dames, Ohio States, Michigan's, Michigan States, etc. And Les came out to visit me from Colorado, which was a little unique, and Turned out, after all the begging, I guess, and pleading, he got me to change my mind. I was going to go to Michigan and change my mind to go to the University of Colorado, and I did. He ended up being my receiver coach there. At what point did you decide where that faith and sports could merge in Don Hasselbeck's life? It was really interesting because I had known Les a long time, and I knew about Les's faith and just how important it was to him. But uh, at the time in Colorado, I was like, I didn't want to have anything really to do with it. And I was pretty much a renegade. I mean, I was raised a Catholic, kind of pretty strict rules and regulations around my house, and uh, which is good at times, but at other times it was just kind of felt forced on you. So uh, in 1981, uh, I went to a conference. It was called Professional Athletes Outreach and listened to a bunch of guys talk and you know my life at that time was a little out of control and I just my wife had been uh, meeting with some of the other wives of the Patriots and I knew that they were having some Bible studies and things had really seemed to kind of change in her life so I said you know what the heck I'll go to the conference and maybe listen so I listened to a whole bunch of guys that were really a bunch of big sinners and it was like hey if these guys have a chance and it seemed like they did it's you know then then God's going to give me a chance too so in 1981 you know, I made a decision that it was time to turn my life around and start to do and think differently and try to treat my faith differently. And it's a process. You know, we started that process in 81, and it's been, you know, new challenges and new blessings every day since then. We talked a little bit before about perseverance and the fact that uh, you had these four different teams that uh, you went with, and then your sons, uh, Tim with Arizona, persevering there and Matt started out with the Green Bay Packers as a sixth round draft choice and now has played in uh, Seattle and uh, when he was young when your three sons were younger you wondered going from different locale to different locale what that was doing 
to them and their careers and their psyche. Tell us about what they learned and what you learned through perseverance in that regard. I think all of us, whether it's football or life, are just the different challenges, and I think you need to figure out how much you can handle and you know how much you can do what you can do, and then obviously just pray about it to find out and get the extra strength you need to get through some of these things. So, you know, we moved around a lot when I was playing, and Tim would always be the one that was really so upset about moving. And you know what? He he looks back on the experience now and says, you know, thank God that helped me because I was you know third, fourth, fifth grade moving around, and you know he's been on uh, six different teams, so he's had a. It's like changing classrooms a lot. So and the same for Matthew when he started out, six round draft pick and uh, playing behind Brett Favre and with the Packers, and you know now. He's had an opportunity to play in a Super Bowl and, and play f- with uh, the Seahawks and, you know, Coach Holmgren. And, you know, I can still remember going to that first Green Bay Packer practice and seeing him over there and thinking, well, you know, there's, you know, Brett Favre. The guy's a great player, and they had some other great players on the team. It was like, wow, I just don't know if this is going to work. But, hey, he's hung in there, and, and uh, he's made the best of it. Matthew is a strong Christian himself. What are you and he teaching his son now about Christ and uh, the whole perseverance? He's young, but uh, there's still many lessons I'm sure that you're teaching. Both of you are teaching him. Well, I think the key is that there's the foundation in your faith. You know, it's like, what are you going to believe? Are you going to believe in your feelings, how you feel that particular day or directionally? What is there to believe? And, you know, I think years ago someone once said, if you're not going to believe in this Bible, what are you going to believe in? So, you know, the more information and the more you know about the life of Christ and you know that what he did for us, dying for our sins, all of the, you, you package it all together and you say, this is the foundation of, of why we're here and what we do. And uh, I think if you use those foundational principles that are constantly being taught to us in the Bible, that you apply those to your life. You just don't use them in your Bible studies or act like it at church on Sunday, but use it on Monday and use it on Tuesday and use it when you're a football player and then use it when you're not a football player. That it, It's the same principles. And I think, you know, one of the things for me is the most exciting part is someone will say, hey, I met your son the other day and, wow, what a nice young man. It's like that actually means more to me than saying, hey, what a great football player he is because, Football eventually ends, and we all have to deal with all the issues of life and the, the good things and the bad things. And if you're, a, if you're grounded in the right direction, then I think you're able to handle it much better. That's wise counsel. Don, thank you very much. We've been talking today with Don Hasselbeck, a former NFL player and father of Tim and Matt, uh, NFL quarterbacks themselves. Thank you very much for your time with us, and God bless you. Thanks, Tom. It was great. Wow, Tom Rogerberg, I got to thank you for your hard work in tracking down all these interviews. Of course, it was in Hawaii. (laughs) Somebody had to do that tough job, huh? (laughs) Don't go away because FCA President Les Steckel is up next when Sharing the Victory continues. Serving. Integrity. Teamwork. Excellence. These are the core values of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Get an in-depth look at each value from select contributors such as Tony Dungy, John Wooden, Laura Wilkinson, John Kitna, Betsy King, and Les Steckel. The first two books, Serving and Integrity, are available now at fca.org. This book series will be an excellent resource for high school, college, and professional athletes and fans at all levels. The Core Values book series available at fca.org. Next weekend on Sharing the Victory, host Ron Brown will visit with Atlanta Falcons kicker, Jason Elam. God can make anything good out of something bad. And Paralympian Ron Curl. 
I might not be able to walk, but I can stand on the promises of Jesus. Plus, we'll see how FCA is still ministering to folks in the Mississippi Gulf Coast who were affected by Hurricane Katrina three years ago. Make plans to join us next weekend for Sharing the Victory. Sharing the Victory, rolling on. Ron Brown back with you. It's time for Coach's Corner with former NFL coach and current FCA president, Les Steckel. The interviews you've heard on today's program with Seattle Seahawk All-Pro quarterback Matt Hasselbeck and his dad Don were personally thrilling to me. You see, when I was a young assistant football coach at the University of Colorado, I recruited Don out of a high school in Cincinnati, Ohio. At Colorado, I shared Christ constantly with Don while he became an All-American tight end. But Don didn't come to a personal relationship with Christ at that time. However, God still had a great plan for the entire Hasselbeck family. After college, Don had a fine career in the NFL and won a Super Bowl ring with the Los Angeles Raiders. But the next year, the Raiders didn't protect him on their roster, and I was able to bring him to play for me when I was the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. It was great to be reunited with him. He was a perfect tight end at six foot seven inches and 265 pounds. Don came to a personal relationship with Christ while he was in the NFL. He called me soon after to tell me he had surrendered his life to Jesus. Now Don and Betsy's sons, who used to hang out around the Viking practices, are all very influential Christians themselves. I was blessed to be just a small part of the Hasselbeck story. To this day, we remain great friends. That's what always was so special to me about coaching. It was fun to push players to new levels physically and see them grow as athletes. Winning football games was great. But even better was investing in them personally and building relationships that would outlast our one-loss record. Sometimes we can become discouraged if someone doesn't receive Christ the first time we witness to them. But don't give up. We should never be discouraged when sharing our faith with someone we really care about. We plant the seeds, but the Spirit of God touches their hearts. Sometimes others are used by God to help lead them to a decision for Christ. But again, I say, don't give up. The Apostle Paul told us in Galatians 6, 9, not to grow weary of doing good and not to give up. And then we would see the harvest in God's timing. Remember that the next time you share your faith, trust God with that individual and watch what God does to reveal himself. May God bless you and everyone you introduce to him. You won't want to miss next week's program because it'll be a kicker. (laughs) No pun intended, but we're going to have an intriguing interview with the Atlanta Falcons kicker, Jason Elam. He's much more than just a kicker. And there's plenty of other good stuff. Remember, there are two ways of doing sports. God's way or man's way. Which will you choose? Have a great week from all of us here at Sharing the Victory. This is Letter Month at Sharing the Victory Radio, and we want to hear from you. You can nominate a player or coach for one of our features, or you can ask Ron Brown a question. Our address is 8701 Leeds Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64129. Once again, that's 8701 Leeds Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64129. You can also send your question or comment online at sharingthevictory.com slash radio. Don't forget you can also listen online and subscribe to the free weekly podcast. The website is sharingthevictory.com slash radio. Thanks again for listening and join us next weekend for Sharing the Victory. Sharing the Victory is a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, 
the heart and soul in sports.